Good morning. Welcome to Shabbos Samach Zion, Shabbos page 67. We are continuing discussion of different uh, therapeutic practices. Some of them seem to be a little pagan or amoritic, and probably some of them are going to be forbidden, as we'll see in the doc. So anyways, with yesterday, we talked about someone who has a fever every day and what they should do with it. Now we talk about what you should do if you have a fever every third day. And basically, this whole uh, practice of bringing you know, seven branches from seven palms and seven wooden beams and pieces of seven bridges, like a bunch of things together. You'll see it in the Gemara. And you bring all these things together and you tie them together by a strand of your hair. And this is going to actually help you out and relieve your sickness. Okay, what if you have a burning fever? Then you're supposed to take uh, a knife that's iron and uh, with a thorn bush. And here there's actually a quite very interesting practice. You have a burning fever. You want to get rid of the burning, the fire of your fever, so you go to like a low thorn bush, just like Moshe at the burning snare, at the burning bush, and you cut a notch in it, and every single day, one of three days, you invoke different verses, different sukkim, till you finally get to the plus that says, Asura no, I'm gonna, I'll turn aside, and the idea is that the fire should go away, the burning fever should go away, or the verse also says, um, halom, don't come any closer, halom, don't come any closer, and that's the idea of the, fi- the fever shouldn't come any closer. Um, then the Gemara says that actually when now your fever goes away from this thornbush uh, incantation, what you do is the next day you go back and you say, look, thornbush, uh, don't think that it's because you are higher, you're more elevated, you're loftier than all the other trees that, that the Shekhinah rested with you. But it's actually because you're the lowest one. You have the most uh, humility. So it's actually like a spiritual lesson that you can learn from there. Okay. Then the Gemara goes on to talk about how do you get rid of boils? How do you get rid of blisters? How do you get rid of demons? All these different incantations uh, that might be said. And one thing that's interesting to note in all these, when you actually try to heal the person and you invoke the person's name, you say, Plony bar plonit, so-and-so, the son of so-and-so mother. Meaning, when it comes to healing, when it comes to refua, you follow the mother. And we know that we do this when we do Misha Beiraks. All right, anyways, the Gemara then continues to one small halachic piece, which is that we said, B'nai Melachim, that princes can walk around with bells on Shabbos. These are obviously bells that actually have the clapper removed, so it's not making noise. There also will be a problem of Hashemal's call of making noise on Shabbos. So if you have a bell, it's just an ornament, so we said that kings can do it. And the Mishnah actually said that everybody could do it. Now, who is the opinion that says everyone could do it? If you have a commoner who's wearing a bell, aren't people going to kind of make fun of the person, and then he might take it off, or she might take it off? And the answer is, interesting idea, we're going like Reb Shimon, who says, Kol Yisrael b'nei melachim. All Jews have royal lo- uh, lineage. We're all coming from Abba Mitzvah, Yaakov, Sarif, We come from special lineage. Therefore, we'll never be embarrassed to wear fancy things. Or the other opinion is, no, it's actually just tied into your garment. And since it's tied into your garment, it's, it's woven in. There's no way that you're going to come to take it off. Okay, then the Gemara goes on to have other uh, strange practices and talking about on Shabbos how you're allowed to go ar- around with them even in the public domain because again anything that, that's therapeutic is not considered a master it's not considered a burden so for instance you can walk around with an egg of a locust uh, the egg of a locust apparently was used to heal a uh, earache you can go around with a teeth tooth of a fox which was helped you with your sleep and with a nail from someone who was um, hung from the gallows um, apparently this would help remove any kind of a wound. Um, that's the Remeyer says, and you could even do this on Shabbos. The rabbis say, no, you can't do it. You can't even do it on Shabbos, and you can't even do it during the weekday because it's dark ha'emori, it's Amorite practices. And then uh, the Gemara, of course, is going to jump into a bunch of things that are problematic because of Amorite practices. But Abai and Rava, two Amorim, first tell us that anything that actually works, 
You can't call it Amorite, Am- Amorite practice. This is not pagan. This is actually science. It actually works as, as, as crazy as it might sound. If it works, then, it, then it's okay. Um, the Gemara goes on to say that le- talks about different practices, like let's say putting red pigment on a tree. Isn't this an Amoritic practice? How does that help? And the answer is no, because it actually it gives a sign to other people that they should pray for the tree, that the tree actually get better. The Gemara talks about any incantation that has the word God in it, like the tribe God is a problem because there was an Avodazara place there and it had Avodazara uh, implications. Um, the Gemara goes on and talks about um, interesting practices about, about women, what they would do for food. Like, for instance, they would dance before their kutach, which was this bread and, and, and cheese mixed together and, and breadcrumbs um, in order to keep it strong. Or when they, when they were cooking a lentils, they would make sure everyone was quiet in the house. Or when they were cooking beans, they would make sure there was a, everyone was making noise in the house. And the rabbis say that these things are Amorite practices. Um, interesting that there are a lot of similarities between some of those things and things that were actually done in the base Hamikdash to make the Ketoras. Um, but those things are actually not deemed Amorite practices. Anyways, the Gemara goes on and says that um, that uh, if you if you lessen or you make a fire go out quickly, then it's a problem of Baltashkas, a little Lagbomer connection there. Um, and then at the end, the Gemara talks about the idea of saying L'chaim. If you say make the lives of the rabbis live, that's not Amoritic. In fact, that's considered a bracha, a blessing, and therefore it's permitted. That concludes Daf Samach Zion and our parish.